0: Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. The following episode contains spoilers...
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. My name is Rob McFarlane. And this is a very fucking special episode for two reasons. Reason numero uno, today is the first episode that we are joined with our brand new co-host Rob McFarlane.
0: How's it going, buddy? It's going alright, going alright. You know, I've got the the sort of glare of the lights in my eyes and I'm... uh... A little bit worried, good performance anxiety, but, you know, I promise this doesn't happen often. Uh, oh, don't only worry when I it. drink too much. You know? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's fine. You'll get used to it.
0: Uh, yeah, Age I'm happens
1: to all of us, man. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that's what my Uncle Terry said. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. <laughs> also, numero, numero? Reason numero duo. Dos? Dos. Duo. Dos. Dos. God, I'm so Spanish. It's like pre-Windows. Dos. All right. So, reason two. It's the first Christmassy episode that we're doing.
0: I say Thank I say
1: Christmassy, like in loose air quotes, because the film that we've chosen is barely a Christmas film. Uh, um, excuse me. Anyway, no, I'm holding it down. Holding okay. it down. Okay, we're going to be looking at Santa with muscles, the Hulk yeah. Hogan fucking extravaganza.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, and it's fantastic, and and also. Uh, I would argue, the second best muscle-bound Christmas film of 1996, after, of course, <laughs> Jingle All The Way, which came out in the same year. That is
1: such a specific genre to hit. Yeah, like This yeah, is yeah. the second best muscle-bound Christmas movie from,
0: from 96. No other years evolved,
1: because yeah, obviously, yeah. you know, there's yeah, many, yeah. many other movies in this category from other years
0: well uh i'm sure there's i'm sure there's at least three diehard die 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 beefcake ha- muscle muscle bound he's muscle bound yeah what else is there uh bicentennial man with robin williams he's pretty buff in that is that a christmas film i don't know i've not seen it <laughs> dickhead uh, i so yeah. I fucking fully
1: bought into that as well That's <laughs> so santa with muscles is mm-hmm. directed by john Malowski, who has done other movies such as the titan cop dog sorry or sorry what the poetic classic
0: zombie hamlet sorry cop dog i just have to google this cop dog cop dog is that the 2008 uh, film Cop Dog I'm, I've,
1: I'm not going to lie to you Rob I know so fucking little about Cop Dog
0: is Cop Dog part of is it part of the Airbud cinematic universe is the question don't, I don't fucking know
1: <laughs> I didn't research Cop Dog I put it in here because it sounds shit I thought yeah. that, that would be funny enough I don't rea- I didn't understand. I didn't realize that you were going to be this invested in the
0: Airbud cinematic universe. Yeah, of course. I mean, are you not? how could you not be at this point? They're titans of cinema. It's they've arguably they gave the Marvel franchise the blueprint by which to run everything.
1: This is a different conversation for a different episode. I feel like we've we've already We've said the title of Santa with Muscles and we're already mm. like miles yeah, off track yeah. because it's way more fun than talking about <laughs> Santa with Muscles. Uh, excuse me, excuse um, me. Okay, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Mm-hmm. I loved Santa with Muscles. Oh my God, me too! For all the wrong reasons. Yes, For all yes! the wrong reasons. It's, it, it's I can't put into words how shit this film is. It's incredible. Also, it's the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah, isn't it amazing dude it makes no sense there's there is there's I, so much I was going watching on watching
0: it i was watching it and i was thinking if david lynch ever sees this film he's going to be furious that he didn't make it yeah it is it is uh, it is a twin peaks bizarre it's like a sort of it's like comedy writers couldn't write a fake script this bad
1: legitimately that is exactly what it, it's like. The guys who wrote this movie were method acting mm-hmm. for a, a mockumentary, but the movie actually got released and then yeah. the mockumentary did not.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like if the script for Argo, the film they were going to make to get the Iranian hostages out, yeah. starred Hulk Hogan and was about Christmas. <laughs> can, oh, can, can you imagine that
1: movie plot where they're like, okay, so we need to write a movie to get the, the hostages out of mm-hmm. this hostage situation, right? Who who yeah. are we cast in? Hulk Hogan. I'm sorry, what was that? Hulk Hogan. Right. So we're casting Hulk Hogan. What character is he playing? Santa. I'm sorry. What? Just say that one more time. Uh, Santa. Uh, yeah. Just just fucking get the megaphone out. Tell him the fucks. You know, what I mean, just tell him we'll pay the money. Fuck it. We'll negotiate for this one-off. We'll negotiate with terrorists. Why not? Fuck me.
0: I thought this film was incredible. I wrote I wrote a brief synopsis. Yes. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. Okay. One of the most stunningly brazen attacks on American culture of the last century.
1: <laughs> I thought that was going one way. Took a very sharp left turn. I'm here for it. I appreciate Santa it. Santa
0: with Muscles. Santa with Muscles is a lost classic of art house cinema <laughs> that tackles topics including body obsession, the wealth gap, the cost of fossil fuels on America's children, and the accelerating militarization of their police force. Holy shit. One sec, one sec. Holy shit, you are entirely right. (laughs) Hulk Hogan goes on a journey of self-discovery akin to that of Buddha or Siddhartha. From within his walled garden of wealth, he rules his servants with a literal iron fist until a trip outside his privilege and a massive brain trauma teach him the meaning of Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> and set him on a path of destruction, fighting against four mentally ill scientists. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> he doesn't learn the meaning of Christmas. Well, yes, he genuinely... He doesn't. He, there's no meaning of Christmas. He believes that he's Santa Claus. He and learns the Santa rules, and then went. Okay, sorry, listeners. okay. I feel like we've 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 gone. We've assumed that you, the listener. Would have ever seen that the second most popular muscle-bound <laughs> Santa film of 1996.
1: Yes, you're you're assuming a lot right now. So so we'll get into the debates on
0: this. Yes, but but first I'd like to hear your synopsis.
1: To be fair to you, buddy, uh, my synopsis is very brief. Right. It is um, a poorly disguised paintball assassin, I guess. <laughs> dressed as Santa hiding in a trash (laughs) chute, gets knocked out by a janitor throwing out Christmas decorations at Christmas uh, to wake up with very specific amnesia to only his name, but remembers literally everything about Santa Claus that's ever been said to him. Also, he's an orphan, but he forgets that as well for a different reason, which is never really explained. Also, Mm -hmm. he's now involved with some slimy, greasy, crook villain elf who steals his wallet and then at yeah. some point, much much later in the future, gives him his wallet back to a, a like a 1970s Bob. I don't know what's mm. his name. Lenny is his name. Lenny.
0: Lenny. Yeah.
1: Lenny. Lenny. Sorry, he's Bob from that 70s show. <laughs> yeah,
0: which I never I never watched. But this, what? I think, importantly is is quite pivotal to the formation of that 70s show.
1: D- All right, I've got a little bit of a thing on that 70s show at the moment, but it's it's kind of fucked. Fine. This orphan. poorly poorly disguised mall Santa spends two days at an orphanage and decides that it's his entire life mission Mm -hmm. to fight a British scientist who does very little for British actors and Mm -hmm. the teeth stereotype he does very little for both of those and then he fights three Power Rangers villains (laughs) I guess
0: That's, that's exactly what
1: they are. Yeah, they are, it's, yeah, it's they are the, the,
0: the least thought through villains. They contribute contribute nothing to the plot at any point. They, there's no reason for them to be there. No, no, they are entirely superfluous to, to everything. The thing that confuses me, right, is, right.
1: you know, Dr. Watt or Mrs. Watt or whatever her fucking name is, the chick that is like made meant of electric. Incre- and meant to be incredibly attractive with her electric gloves. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and her Wait, sort of it, bizarre... Is it electric gloves? yes. That's that's the only thing about her that's electric. Yes, her gloves. Okay. You could take her gloves off and she's just Okay, but <laughs> Okay, that answers that answers my <laughs> one because I <laughs> presume that she just was electric. <laughs> no no no. no. Because there's, no when... su- there's
0: no superpowers in this film except for no, the no, one no. that the main character demonstrates when he jumps over like seven foot high fences through the power of muscles. Mate, he stops an
1: ice cream <laughs> truck in the middle of the street by holding onto a chain. There is nothing else. He's
0: holding a chain and (laughs) Mm -hmm. that that ice cream truck stops dead. Now you could say the hangabout, maybe it's got a very low horsepower torque engine, but no, it's just torn a steel statue out of its fucking Mm. foundations, hence having a chain dragging behind it. He then grabs his chain and then (laughs) manages to make it do a full stop.
1: (laughs) Yes, right before it hits an elderly black man.
0: Yes. I feel like the listener is still no, no wiser
1: i'm not any wiser i don't know what i've just watched i don't i can't put it into words i don't know what it is i don't know why it is mm-hmm. i don't know how it is mm-hmm. it's it's fucking insane the, that's okay. the synopsis so covered right i'm gonna yeah. get into the little that 70s show bit right now because we need to get no, it done no, no. out of before, the way before, and then we'll before we do in.
0: before we do i feel like i feel like i'm now going to read the wikipedia plot briefly so that <laughs> okay. the, the few people on the planet you haven't seen 1996's yeah, yeah, yeah. second best muscle bound yeah. Santa film. Yeah, yeah. Blake Thorne, played by Hulk Hogan, is a conceited self made millionaire who sells bodybuilding supplements and equipment that have his picture on them. One day, while recklessly playing paintball, he's targeted by police. He is chased. <laughs> no he isn't no 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 he runs his (laughs) motorbike over the roof of a police car (laughs) that's better commits serious traffic violations yeah thank you driving at like 90 miles an hour through town yeah but no no he was recklessly playing paintball he is targeted by police (laughs) he's chased into a shopping mall puts on a santa costume suffers a traumatic brain injury (laughs) and uh the a, a criminal trying to steal his money convinces him that he's the real santa uh meanwhile the evil scientist <laughs> edna frost tries to take over an orphanage in order to gain access to the magical crystals underneath it and dispatches his henchmen to destroy it however blake after discovering that being santa has made him a better person and that frost wants to destroy the orphanage manages to rescue the children frost and his henchmen are arrested but the orphanage is destroyed due to the, an overload of the magical crystals, so Blake opens his mansion as a new home for the orphans. That is the film Santa with Muscles, and I guarantee you, to anyone listening to that, that is barely what this film is about. It is the maddest that's thing. That's not even
1: true. What? It's not even true. It's not fucking... That's, he doesn't open his home for the orphanage after. They take Ebna Frost's house. Did it? <laughs> yeah, it's not even It's not even fucking Blake's house. <laughs> if you in the early on in the movie blake yeah. the, dude this whole film is like a massive slight at, uh non-profit organizations and charities by the way it's literally just yeah. rich people slapping poor people in the face yeah so every charity worker in this movie is depicted as being lazy they're often mm. sleeping on the job they're after handouts that there's mm-hmm. no effort into whatsoever hulk hogan one of his lines early on in the movie uh his butler comes up and he's like oh it's the it's the non-profit for whatever fucking thing it was some at mental made up bullshit cause oh it's the non-profit they're asking if they can use your mansion for a fundraiser and he's like no you see these guys if you give them a little taste then they just want more it's like what?
0: yeah it's almost like this movie was produced by the wolf of wall street
1: it's almost like jordan belfort the real life <laughs> wolf of wall street produced this movie as an executive it's- producer
0: It's almost like an executive producer of this film was Mm. literally and actually Jordan Belfort a few weeks before he went to prison. (laughs) It's It's almost like
1: that is exactly what happened. Jordan Belfort is the exec producer on this fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) How mental is that? How insane is that? Because fucking Jordan Belfort money... Could still only afford what I'm assuming is like a Sony VHS camera. What this the quality of the filming on this is awful. Oh, it's the worst directed thing I think I've ever seen. Not even directional, like cinematically watching it. It's <laughs> like I watched it on Blu-ray, right? And right. I I regret it. Because I watched it on Blu-ray. I don't mm-hmm. regret buying the Blu-ray. I you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it yeah, was I think
0: it's the, a piece the, of cinematic history. Yeah. The, it's a lost art house classic.
1: The total sales. For, mm-hmm. you know, like Blu-ray and DVDs worldwide, globally, is two and a half grand. I'm happy that I can contribute to that. You know what I mean? So Sorry, it's sold two and a half thousand copies on Blu-ray? Nope. The total sales figure for home video oh is God. two and a half grand. <laughs> <laughs> $2,500.
0: So, so, so we think there's maybe, what, like... 30. That's like... 30 about 30 30, 30. About thirty Blu-rays. I bought mine
1: um, secondhand, and it was twenty-seven quid worth. Everything. I'm penny. really,
0: I'm really glad that we've devoted a whole episode to this, this incredibly well-known film. This is the best. <laughs> this is the best
1: movie. Honestly, I tried finding episodes on this so I could <laughs> see what other people were saying. There's mm-hmm. one from 2017, and then the most recent one before that is 2009.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man, we're pushing into new markets. And Mate. hey, if, if you if you're listening to this you've discovered a lost classic you know we are we're the grassroots of the the start of this becoming a cult film it's a it fucking
1: great movie it's on it's so shit but so amazing there's some of the features in this film is mind bending. Hulk Hogan beats the shit out of the evil British scientists in like a bell tower only to be <laughs> pushed into a, a moving <laughs> trash can
0: uh, by a my tiny fav- fucking Christmas my decoration. F- <laughs> 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 my favorite thing about that scene is they spent quite a lot of Jordan Belfort's money on this incredible crane shot from outside the bell tower. Yeah. Right. At, uh, up higher than the trees, like it, it wouldn't have been a helicopter, but it would have been a very large crane shot. But because it's a bell tower with like medieval slit windows, <laughs> it is literally a panning shot of the exterior of a building <laughs> where you can just about see that maybe something is happening inside.
1: Yes, <laughs> uh, because they also they obscure those tiny windows with like fucking Santas dancing ro- animatronic Santas, right? Yeah, so you're, you're trying to, to watch a yeah. fight behind a Christmas decoration in a tiny window from a distance. <laughs> yeah. It's a great shot. It's fucking beautiful. Whoever was in charge of cinematography, fucking 10 oh, out yeah.
0: of 10. It would have taken hours to do as well, and no one would have gone, hang on guys, are we yeah. actually gonna see anything? They all just yeah. went, no, this is fine. I just a little wanna... bit like in in all the fight scenes where you can visibly see the crash mats that everyone falls onto. Stop.
1: I I this is one of the <laughs> points. I made I started out with this movie making notes. <laughs> And after uh, so, se- I think it was forty-seven seconds. I was like, "Nope, don't need to do this." <laughs> the fucking the opening scene. I, this is right. This is my notes. Right. Why does this child know so much about the uh, the who I'm assuming is the main villain of this town? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I quote, oh no, it continues. He knows much much more. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, also, he is a she. It's twenty twenty-one. Stop yeah. assuming genders, Ben. Mm-hmm. Which I yeah. apologise for because I thought it was a little kid, I thought it was a little boy, it wasn't, it was a little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this child knows so much about the first villain that's going on. And like, there is no run-up, there's no building, there's nothing whatsoever. It's just, she's telling Santa this like it's a fucking gossip rag. Dear Santa, Ebna Frost is <laughs> 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 a very bad man. And now he's got a bunch of other people who are also very bad people. Yeah, I yeah. think
0: they're about to do something bad. Why the fuck is this orphan knowing this shit? <laughs> She keeps informed, Ben, all right? She reads the Financial How? Times. She's like a six year old. She reads the Financial Times. Yeah, she's a six year old. You hit the name on the head. She's a six year old awful. They're not orphans, they're <laughs> awful. Did I say awful? Yeah, I want to punch bad. them every time they're on screen. Yeah. Every time the little child is talking, I want to drop kick her in the throat. I ca- I've not seen a child <laughs> on screen more repellent. Like, like, it's like a visceral thing, like when you sort of yeah. smell death.
1: Yeah or, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, or like, you know, you, there, there's a motion in the bushes late at night and your dog starts barking at it and you can't see what the dog's barking mm-hmm. at, but you know that you're in danger. Right? Yeah, 100%. Every time that child is on screen, I have the exact same reaction. I want it to just not be there. There's the
1: there's that one bit where she's really scared that the British scientist has broken into the orphanage <laughs> and she runs out the door and she's like chattering her teeth together going, <laughs> like her hands near her mouth. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Did, the director was just sort of like, "Hey guys, I've seen this. I've seen this really good thing last night. It's a directorial fucking goldmine. Have you ever heard of Scooby Doo? <laughs> I fucking swear that's what he's done. I swear it.
0: Do you know what? There's a lot of now. You point out Scooby Doo, like all yes. the villains are Scooby Doo villains. There's yeah. a villain called Doctor Bile. yes, and his whole thing Vile, is that by he's oh, Doctor Vile, Sorry." Yeah, yeah, yeah uh i mean (laughs) either way it doesn't make it any better it doesn't make it he's still awful yeah Uh, there is one moment in the movie
1: where someone calls him bile so i'm going to give that to you but his actual name is vile yeah i'm not sure the script no one yeah no one corrected the actor this
0: guy's whole deal is is he's got a can of methane on his back Mm -hmm. and he's got like a a little flower squirter Mm -hmm. and he will squirt a stream of smelly methane in your face.
1: Yes, it's, it's now, like a, stink bomb. It's a, like stink, a bomb. stink bomb. He's a human yeah. stink bomb. Like a stink bomb. He's
0: a human stink bomb. Now, this is made out as if it's somehow... Scientific. Uh, <laughs> scientific and causing actual bodily harm to people. I think at one point he, he like pseudo-kills someone with the fact <laughs> that he is a bit smelly. But the irony is, his first line is, some people object to the smell of methane. I, for one, call it nature's roses. And later in the film is killed by being exposed to his own methane. Yes. Sorry, not killed, incapacitated. Because no one dies in this film. No one, no one, dies, no in one, this one film. dies in Santa with muscles, okay? No. Okay. Except the audience.
1: Yes. <laughs> Just their brain cells. <laughs> My brain cells, rest in peace. Um, I could not keep focus on anything other than Dr. Vile's teeth. Like the fact that you've just explained what he is and what he stands for. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. The only thing that I could focus on was his false teeth Mm. that were like on his chin. They were fucking enormous. (laughs) This is Jordan Belfort money right now. Like I get that he was an executive producer, but by how much? Yeah. $40,
0: $50. What are we talking? (laughs) Same, same, same year that Terminator two comes out and we've got this.
1: Don't, How dare you belittle this and pretend that Terminator 2 is better than this? This
0: is the Christmas movie of the year, all right? Uh, To be Okay, yeah, no, you're right, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's a fine line, because if you take it at face value, it's nonsensical, but if you watch not what they intended, but what they did, Mm. it's genius. No, it is. It's it's like somebody tripping up with a bucket of paint on their way to paint the side of the house, and it just happens to land in the shape of the Mona Lisa. I just, I don't understand how it happened it's okay this is
1: one of those moments right where you know when people say to you oh you've got to watch this film it's so bad it's good Mm -hmm. and I hate it when people say that to me because I find that oh uh, the older I get the more the more subjective that's get that's getting
0: yeah yeah 100% really Uh, I I find
1: it difficult to trust people when they say it's so bad it's good because I don't know if I don't know someone's sense of humor inside and out I just don't trust Mm -hmm. it and I never watch it because I'm like nope um, far too many times people go. It's so bad, it's good. And I watch it. I'm like, no, this is just this is this just is shit. Bad. Yeah, 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 this yeah. isn't even funny. What are we doing? You've just wasted two hours of my life. A good, good I... example
0: of that is like Birdemic, which the, obviously oh. is is bad because the effects are incredibly terrible. Just, but the the it takes forty minutes to them, get there.
1: Yeah, you call them effects. It's like fucking <laughs> Microsoft Paint. Stop calling them effects. Literally, it's
0: cut and paste. There's there's villainous, psychotic birds in the film Birdemic are clip art. Yes. Hastily pasted over the frame. Thank you. Which is hilarious. But the thing is, is there's 45 to 50 minutes of film before you get there that is just awful to watch. Mm -hmm. Santa with Muscles from the the very first frame Mm -hmm. is hilariously bad.
1: The whole opening to this movie is amazing. You've got Hulk Hogan uh, who's getting, he like sneaks up on a a gardener with a machete. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He beats him to shit. Mm -hmm. And then a chef comes out screaming with a mallet and he beats him to shit. Mm -hmm. And then a a second gardener who is like a ninja comes out screaming at him and he beats Mm -hmm. him to shit. Then a chauffeur shows up and he tries to, and he beats him to shit. Now the first gardener's back and now he's got a different weapon, so he beats him to shit. Then the chef comes back and then he beats him to shit. Now there's a butler and the butler starts frisbeeing a fucking plate at him. He beats him to shit. And then the second gardener's back, now with an electric strimmer. He beats him to shit. And now the chauffeur's back. And then at the end of it, he's like, ah, well done, staff, but you're not getting a Christmas bonus because I beat you all up. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now let's go paintballing. Yeah, Let's exactly. go! <laughs>
1: yeah, everyone, get on the scramblers, get in the jeeps. We're gonna go fight in the yeah, f- yeah. forest for paintball, and then that's that's the that's the intro to
0: the movie. And he, is... he, ter- he terrorizes the town so badly that later yeah. on in the film, when the police are chasing him again for what is at this point speeding violations, <laughs> when they fi- when they finally corner him, one of the deputies pulls out a fucking rocket launcher from the boot issued... of the car. <laughs> police issued bazooka. <laughs> and fires it on the American civilians who've been caught speeding and playing paintball, yeah. only to miss and blow up his colleague. And if that's not a comment on the police state in America, I don't know what is. It is It's fucking fantastic. The fact that like they've got
1: Clint Howard playing Hinkley is mind-blowing to me. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's insane that Clint Howard is in this film. It does not make sense look, in man, any way,
0: shape, or form. The eighties are an expensive decade when it came to cocaine budgets, and I don't, I don't, I don't think he of all people is the likeliest to have kept up with his bill. You know, and 100%. so when Belfort's there, like, look, I'll give you, I'll give you a whole box of Quaaludes if you just play a police officer in this film.
1: <laughs> the fact you're talking about the wolf of wall street like that it's so fucking likely that's the thing like we can sit here and we could crack jokes about it but everyone's seen wolf on wall street everyone knows that that guy's fucking batshit mental yeah 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 i was talking to one of his guys the other day on instagram they're trying to get me into like a fucking weird ponzi scheme oh there's a hot mate don't i'm I'm still in the midst of it at the moment i'm not going to spill anything right now
0: okay because i want us to
1: do an episode on wolf of wall street and i will tell all Okay. mean I'm, I'm in discussions with one of Jordan Belfort's guys right now. Um, or one of his team,
0: as they keep right, saying. Right, okay. Yeah, one yeah, of yeah. his team. Uh, okay, and, and what's the entry requirement for being part of Jordan Belfort's team?
1: Oh, it's a, a grand.
0: Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, with but, a thousand pounds, that's seed money. You know, you've got to spend yeah, yeah. money
1: to so make money. That's it, yeah, yeah. But don't worry, though, because uh, he's going to teach you how to sell. But also, companies are paying him like a million dollars to do this. Uh, okay, but so he only, yeah, only wants yeah, he only wants a grand yeah. off me. But you know, for companies, it's a million, it's a right, million dollars. Okay. But okay. it's just so, a thousand to
0: me. So if, if you're self-employed, does that not mean you're a company? Is he not ripping himself off? By- oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mass. Yeah, yeah, it it yeah, would yeah. seem that right.
0: It would seem that way. But but fortunately, you're smarter yeah. than Jordan, so you can get in on the ground level. And I yeah,
1: mean, yeah. clearly not because I'm not producing Santa with muscles. And I feel like I've missed that's out on an opportunity true. here. You know that's what I mean? That's very
0: true. I cannot, to anyone listening, I cannot recommend. This film is on YouTube, freely available, right? And and
1: just... <laughs> just No one's going to copyright strike it because no one wants to put their name to it. No one's going to be like, hey, that's mine. Take it down now. They're going to be like, fuck it.
0: Didn't a writer like sue to get his name removed from this?
1: Okay, the original author of mm-hmm. this movie sued... To get his name removed from the project completely because it had been changed so much into something into fucking santa with muscles <laughs> i can't find any information on the original shit or like how mm-hmm. it got to the point of where he was like hey can you take my name off it no or right, fuck you i'm gonna
0: sue you so so we don't know who the original writer is so it could be like aaron sorkin it could be fucking david lynch <laughs> <laughs> it feels like
1: one of those fever dream fucking yeah. nightmares that he tends to put together just for fun.
0: There is that thing. There is that there is there are there is not a single character arc in this that makes sense. There is not a single <laughs> creative decision that not, makes sense. There's no the character only, arc in this. <laughs> the only thing I stand by is is Garrett Morris uh plays Clayton, the yeah. elderly black caretaker of the I fucking and love. That he guy. is just he is just over it in every fucking scene. whatever happens you just look at him and you can just tell even the character is just fucking over it dude everyone
1: in this movie is over it the only people that are enjoying it by the end of the movie are the kid actors and when I say kid actors I mean under 12 years old because Mila Kunis is done with it Mila Kunis (laughs) is in this movie by the way just gonna drop that one out there Mila fucking Kunis first movie bear in mind this was out in 1996 yes same year
0: as Independence
1: Day (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, Independence Day, I would have never known that would have come out in the same year as Santa with Muscles because it was well, exactly it's subpar CGI compared to Santa with muscles, All right, Santa The effects of Santa, Santa with muscles. Hey. Exactly. The electric gloves, didn't oh even know God. they were fake, mate. Thought no, they were real. No,
0: me neither. The the <laughs> uh the magical crystal cave underneath did not look like paper mache whatsoever.
1: Do you know I think it's mental that if you look at like Ghostbusters from nineteen eighty four, when they do like lightning and like electric kind of shit like the Proton Pack. Mm-hmm. That is better than the electric gloves
0: in yeah. Santa with Muscles.
1: Yeah. And that was, what, 12 years earlier?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, because I think they probably had a budget for effects, and then that budget got spent on Quaaludes. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they were like, oh, it's great. We've got yeah. half a million. And they're like, Jordan, where's that half a million? He's like, it's actually 200 grand now. Uh...
1: Yeah. <laughs> they get they get the big check-in, right, here's the budget. It's... Uh, it's 16 million dollars and he's like I, I know just the guy to take that like, 16 million dollars and turn it into four <laughs> and then he just strolls back in with like two two bottles of pills and he's like these Quaaludes? vintage vintage
0: yeah that's it's like jordan how do you produce a 4 million dollar movie well you start with 16 million dollars and you spend 12 <laughs> i can't get over that he's involved in this movie i can't get over. okay i mean as somebody who's never seen that 70s show how foundational this film is to the founding of it
1: okay so it it, not really right lenny lenny's played by don stark which again is fucking mind-blowing to me (laughs) uh don stark plays bob in that 70s show mila kunis is in santa with muscles And two years later, she goes on to star in that 70s show. Now, it's very famously known that Mila Mm -hmm. Kunis was 14 when she got the job in that 70s show, right? Because she lied about her age. She told everyone that she was 18. They didn't click on until the second season when she was like, hey, it's my 16th birthday. And they were like, what the fuck? What? (laughs) We've had you making out with Ashton Kutcher for like an entire season. (laughs) Um, So that famously happened. (laughs) That's Which would ridiculous. It's that's literally how it happened, and mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Those guys are married now, so that's fine. Yeah. Um. Nineteen ninety-six. Two years before that 70s show, so two years before she was 14 and blagging her way into that 70s show, <laughs> Don Stark was in this movie and also in that 70s show, so it would have just been sort of like, hey, aren't you that 12-year-old from that <laughs> shit movie that we did with the ball for Wall Street? Like, just, it, none yeah. of it makes sense to me. And then right? who's who's Tommy Chong? Tommy Chong is Tommy Chung. He
0: plays the fucking, he plays the Hyde's uh, boss. Right, okay. So Tommy Chung mm-hmm. was Jordan Fell Belfort's uh, cellmate when Jordan Belfort went to jail this is fucking ludicrous man
1: <laughs> I don't do you, I mean this guy's life Jordan Belfort's life is just fucking mental yeah it's actually mental like you've all seen The Wolf of Wall Street if you haven't go and watch it it's amazing Um, and then fucking <laughs> he ends up going to prison to just hang out with Tommy Chung <laughs> no one else has that story like no one everyone is like yeah i went to prison and was entered on a regular basis this man is like yeah i just i just went and hung out with tommy chong for a bit do you know what i mean Uh, tommy chong is one of the most successful people that i don't fully think understands how fucking successful he is. (laughs) he's just turned being a stoner into hey how did you make your money i just got really stoned one day and then here i am
0: oh was he was he one half of cheech and chong yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I you've know got who this Tommy Chong is. And you've got
1: Cheech Marin. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Chong is like, he's also uh, behind Chong's Bongs. Okay. They do very, very nice glass bongs. Uh, he's also got uh, his own weed company out there, oh. which I'm told is very delicious. But being as I've been sober for four months to the day today. Congratulations. Thank Whee! you. Clap,
0: thank clap, you. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah, yeah.
1: Honestly, it's been hard not to just think, I could just go California sober and just get a bit stoned. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then also remembering that I have a cripplingly addictive personality. It's
0: fine. Yeah, anyways, yeah it's not the one. Not the yeah,
1: one. Tommy Chong has his own weed out. He does Chong's bongs. He does fucking movies. He does these huge-ass, like, uh, marijuana parties. He's very prevalent on TikTok.
0: Well, I feel like I've learned a lot. I feel yeah. like I've learned a lot. I'm not sure how much the audience has learned today, but I'm, I'm, I feel like... I feel like if nothing else, if nothing else, guys, Mm -hmm. go onto YouTube, it's like 240p, but that doesn't matter.
1: It's worse quality on Blu-ray. It's better quality (laughs) on YouTube because in Blu-ray, it turns it tries to make it high definition and it does it terribly. So it makes it somehow worse. Really,
0: really fever dreamish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's literally like, like nightmare fuel.
0: Okay. Yeah. Please go and watch this film some point over Christmas. I guarantee you. It, like it, just have a few drinks with some friends, have a few drinks, and just see how far into Santa with muscles you can get. Because it is realistically the just the most incredible thing I've seen all year.
1: Same. It is hands down one of the best films that exists. For all the wrong, it's it's cinematically <laughs> the worst film that's ever made. It just it just shouldn't exist for being like this <laughs> is this. Has, it is the best film that exists. <laughs> for all the (laughs) wrong reasons because there is everything about it points it to points it to being this shouldn't exist right Mm, there there is no No, reason there is no reason like rhyme or reason for this to exist in the slightest it's fucking I don't know how a distributor
0: I don't know how a distributor looked at this film and went yeah we can sell that I don't think they did the box, the box
1: office was 220k and the fucking the, the home video sales is two and a
0: half grand I don't think anyone pushed this film oh well we are now we are now we're yeah. very glad to be to be bringing it to to wider appreciation Oh uh, my god! in the community it is a lost gem in every way what are you gonna rate it oh it's gotta be it's gotta be a nine out of ten
1: Okay, I'm gonna ask you this again, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. rephrase it cinematically. What are you rating this film as? Zero in, out. Zero okay. out of ten. That's, zero out that's of 10. more reassuring, all right? You could, I was like, you
0: could do you could do a better job filming something on a on a on a Sony Ericsson from 2003.
1: Fuck that's dated. I was gonna say iPhone four camera, but you know, Sony nope. Ericsson. That's fine. <laughs> um, it's it's literally it's like it's shot on a fucking Sony hand cam, like a VCR. Yeah, yeah. Uh, VHS hand cam. And,
0: and with somebody who has never before held a camera. Yes. yeah, It is
1: terrible. Um, okay, so 9 out of 10 for it being amazing for all the wrong reasons.
0: 9 out of 10 because it is that rare thing of a film that is so bad it's good. And in this day and age, that's a very rare find. And I think the amount of enjoyment I got from watching this, 9 out of 10. There's no yep. dialogue in this film that was recorded at the same time as the picture everything is dubbed over i mean terribly
1: you're saying this but a lot of the classic italian horrors are done the same way
0: yeah but they're good you are
1: correct (laughs) (laughs) you you are correct (laughs) i i agree with you wholeheartedly yeah yeah i'm gonna give this a uh, cinematically Mm -hmm. zero out of ten yeah of course um cast fucking I don't know 5, 6 out of 10 because it's got some
0: absolute Clint Howard's in this yeah yeah it's got some fantastic actors doing the, the worst work they've ever done in their careers I don't get what they were doing <laughs> you've got fucking Ed Begley Jr is in this as Ebner Frost
1: that man's in Pineapple Express <laughs> i don't i don't get it amila Kunis, i understand she was fucking 12 at the time oh, you know what i mean yeah she's an 11 12 year old kid this is the first like movie that uh, like a Don
0: hulk hogan man. Hulk He was huge. Hogan, one of the most bankable stars of the 80s and 90s wwf he was like fucking mind-blowing yeah yeah and this was the year that he did like some he did some big moves he i researched, I don't watch wrestling at all, but for those mm-hmm. of you that do, this is the year that he did his heel turn, turned into a bad guy, started a whole bunch of things. He was the hottest property going. Wait, uh, Hulk Hogan was a bad guy? Yeah, yeah, he changed. He, cha- he was sick of being a good guy, possibly because of starring in this film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of being Maltz center, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I did find out? He used to play fretless bass in a band. And I am desperate to find his music. Let me know when you do, because that's I will amazing. do. We will we will feature an episode on this over on YouTube for those of you that are listening. We can do a bit more on YouTube
1: on though, right? I mean, we can we can actually look at the movie together. We can yeah can break it down a little bit better. We can have a laugh and a giggle at some of the shit that we find in these movies.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. hundred percent. So 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 I'll try and I'll try and find Hulk's threatless bass skills. You know, he's a guy who, whenever he did anything, he did it the full way. And they were like, look, do you want to be in this shit film? And he was shit the full way. You say that. I don't think he was that bad. Oh, really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, was the slight, it was the slight pause before that. Yeah, was... that really sold it for me. That was beautiful. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Oh, right. Oh, my God. I think that's it, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves.
0: My name is Rob McFarlane.
1: We are going to be coming back week after week after week discussing more fucking gems like this. Mm-hmm. Next week, we'll be breaking down another Christmas movie to be confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to pepper in some good movies with these little <sighs>
0: gems. You know what I mean? Okay, fair, 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 fair. Yeah, okay, all right. Okay. So, so are you saying there's a good Christmas movie? Because uh, anyway. Jingle All The Way. That's the number one 1996
1: <laughs> muscle-bound Santa film, yeah.
0: Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, it's been an absolute, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure, guys. Uh, look forward to seeing more of you, and uh, come check out some bonus content on YouTube.
1: We love you all. Take care. Bye
0: bye. Take care, guys. We'll see you soon.